arts, culture, and entertainment in the Coachella Valley. This is The Desert Scene with Bonnie G. From the Mutual Broadcasting System, here's Bonnie. And welcome to The Desert Scene. So happy to have you here. And also very happy to welcome today uh, Samuel D. Hunter, who is a award-winning playwright and has written a play that's opening March 1st at Desert called A Case for the Existence of God. Hi, Samuel. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, um, first of all, we'll get to your background in a moment, but tell us about, about this play, Case for the Existence of God, a, two, a 2022 Drama Critics Circle Award winning for be, winner for Best Play. Tell us a little bit about this, the plot here. Yeah, so um, so I know it's kind of a strange title, <laughs> especially a play about you know two guys who are sitting in a cubicle and they're talking about a mortgage loan for the first mm-hmm. 20 minutes, but Basically, it's these two guys who grew up in the same town um, and are meeting for the first time uh, over one to buy some land to the house. The guy is a loan broker, so it's a very kind of um, quotidian setup, but it's revealed later that they're both fathers and they're both in this moment of crisis, and uh, they they share much more than you would think at the beginning of the play. And so it's really a play about fatherhood and and male friendship, you know, mm-hmm. platonic male love. So let's let's go back. I mean, I'm looking at your uh, bio. Let's see. Your plays include the Whale Drama Desk, Desk Award, also Glad Media Award, Drama League, and Outer Critics Circle nomination for Best Play. Bright New Boise, Obie Award, Drama Desk, nom- Desk nomination for Best Play. So let's go back. Um, you're from Idaho originally, live in New York City now. When did you first start writing plays? I was in high school, actually, which is kind of strange for a, a kid in a small town in North Idaho. I didn't really, you know, have a lot of access to new writing for the American theater. But, uh, but I, you know, I started writing when I was young. I was, uh, I was a closeted kid in a very religious school, and writing became kind of an outlet for me. And uh, when I was, you know, 15, 16, I was writing poetry mostly. But then I started slowly realizing that I what I really loved about poetry was reading it out loud and mm-hmm. hearing recordings of like, you know, Allen Ginsberg reading his, his poems back in the sixties and seventies. And uh, so that was kind of a natural transition into writing for the stage actually. So it happened pretty early on. Were you, did you ever have any desire to actually be an actor on stage or director or do you just like the behind the scenes writing part? I, I did act a little bit in high school and a little bit in college, but I mean, if I'm being really honest, growing up in a small town in Idaho, the fact that I was tall and could talk really loud translated into <laughs> the lead roles. Uh, okay. So I wasn't exactly like a talented or gifted actor. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, and I think it did teach me a lot about what it what it did. It was good for me as a writer because I, I, I you know, having been in a play, I, I, I did at least have that experience. It could empathize with, with actors, but uh, no, I wasn't good. <laughs> now, did you, were you pretty sure, two questions, was your family supportive of you pursuing this as a career, and were you pretty confident early on, Did you were you pretty sure you could make a living as a playwright? I think I never expected to make a dime as as a playwright, and I think that actually, that expectation served me really well, because when it actually did start making me drips and drips of money here and there, it felt like a gift, uh-huh. you know, I, I think I always just assumed that I would have to find my my paycheck somewhere else and that I could, you know, do the thing that I really liked on the side. And it's still a, a shock to me, and I'm sure to my family as well, that I'm able to do this uh, for a living. Um, but no, I mean, I, I uh, you know, my family is 
very supportive, but there aren't, you know, but I, there are no artists in my family and, and, you know, my, my family goes very far back in Idaho, but you know, there's no connections to like the East coast or the art yeah. scene or anything like that. So I think they were surprised and worried <laughs> initially. Yeah. But, uh, hopefully at this point, you know, the, they, you know, have seen that I've been able to carve out a, a life. Now, when you moved to New York, did you have any connections, any, anything waiting for you or just, you just decided to dive in? I just, it really, I, I, honestly, it was, it was kind of good for me that I had zero connections and had no idea what I was getting into because, you know, I was, I had just turned 18 and I think I was sort of ready for the adventure of it. Maybe, you know, I, I, I often think that if I would have done it when I was 28, 29, I don't know if I would have had the temerity or, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, the, the, um, or at least the sort of like, like the blindness to, yeah. to just, you know, walk into New York city and be like, how about this? I'm going to start writing plays here. Um, so, so yeah, I had zero connection, but I just, you know, dove in head first. So, yeah. So I'm wondering as a new young playwright, what do you just take your manuscripts and go knock on theater doors or do you send them to people and say, Hey, here's a play, read it. I mean, how do you, how do you get your foot in the door? It's tough. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to do it. I mean, I, I, you know, there's, there's, I, I say that like there are two pathways to do it one is the more sort of like self-production route where you really sort of like you know put things together yourself you know put in small productions and you know closet-sized theaters in brooklyn or stuff like that or you go sort of a little bit more of an institutional route you get your master's degree and things like that which is the route that i took so basically i I, when i left undergrad i i sought out any master's degree program that would uh give me a fellowship to to attend and uh i ended up doing uh the the playwriting uh, playwriting master's degree uh, in uh, the University of Iowa, the Iowa Playwrights Workshop. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I did two more years at the Juilliard Playwriting Program. And then from there, it's just, you know, I, I applied to all the fellowships, all the grants, all the readings, and, and you just very slowly, you know, work your way up the ladder. There are those kind of stories of the lightning strikes of, like, people write their first play and it goes to Broadway, but yeah. that is that is so... The rare. exception to the rule. Yeah. You know, very, very rare. And and also, in my opinion, not very healthy. <laughs> like, I think the Probably slow, not. steady yeah. version is way more healthy. So, so. when when you... Uh, I loved asking writers, whether it's novels or plays or whatever, do you wake up at three in the morning with this great idea and jot things down on a notepad? Or do you do you say, well, you know what? I, my not, last play did okay, but I need a new play. And say, I'm going to sit down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and write from 10 to 2. Do, are you disciplined like that? Or does it just... Do you just write when it comes to you? I think it's a mix of both, to be honest. I mean, I, I am kind of... You know, my favorite days are just when I have kind of like a writing day where I get to you know, wake up, go for a run, uh, you know, write for a few hours, have some lunch, and then write for a few more hours before I get my kid from school. Um, but, th- you know, but there also are those moments where you're just kind of sitting around thinking and you have that idea. And, and what I often do is I just, like, write an email to myself on my phone that's, like, three lines long about, yeah. you know, some notion that I had. Um, but, but I think most of it is work. You know, I, 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 I kind of live by the Chuck Close quote, inspiration is for amateurs. Like, I think it really is just about, like, sitting down and putting in the hours at the end of the day. Yeah. Do you have, um, would you say that your plays have, have all sort of had things in common, a certain theme, or are you just sort of um, all over the place as far as uh, themes for your, the plays that you come up with? I think 
they're pretty, you know, I mean, all the, all the plays that I've written uh, so far, at least, are set in Idaho. And, um, and you know, they don't share characters or story, but they definitely, like, speak to one another. I think if there's one core thing I'm interested in, it's uh, the sort of uh, the tragedy of isolation and the redeeming value of human connection. And I know that seems very general, but, but um, I think that's what plays do really well, is this sort of, like, really intense human stuff. Uh, and I think that's definitely true with the case of the existence of God. I mean, it really is about the question hanging in the air throughout the entire play is like, can these two guys save each other? Mm-hmm. You know? And and would you say that that everything that you've written, they say write what you know. Would you say that everything you've written has a little bit of piece of your life experience in it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I would never say that I've written anything that's directly autobiographical, um, but everything has kind of, you know, funhouse smear versions of me and it or my experiences. And I think especially with Case, actually, because, you know, my husband and I went through the adoption process uh, a little over six years ago now with our, our daughter. We adopted a baby at birth. And, you know, one of the characters in, in Case is uh, trying to adopt. To, he's actually fostering to adopt. But um, so much of that story, even though, again, nothing is literally autobiographical, mm-hmm. so much of what we went through is in that character in the play. Yeah. yeah. And also, have you ever, as a playwright, I've never asked anyone this, have you ever gone to see a production of one of your plays, you don't have to mention where, where you thought, oh, they just didn't get it this is not what i envisioned has that ever happened to you <laughs> yeah i mean i actually don't um get to see a lot of second third fourth fifth productions of my plays uh case is kind of the exception of the rule this will actually be the uh i saw one production in um the netherlands actually a dutch language production and then i saw another production in boston and this will be the third one that i've seen uh, I, to be honest, I've only had the experience one time of being like, oh, whoa. And it's just because they added something really big to it mm-hmm. uh, that kind of changed the story. Ooh. But but I didn't, like, it, even that was kind of interesting. You know, I mean, I, I really think that, like, you know, we shouldn't do plays the same way over and over and over. That's why plays are interesting because of these, like, living documents. We're not doing Shakespeare the same way that Shakespeare right, did, you know, right. 400 years ago. And and I kind of feel the same way. Not that I'm comparing myself to Shakespeare. Yeah. I'm really not. But but I think that's what plays are, what excite me about plays. is unlike movies that are kind of recorded and then they're done and they, they're unchangeable. Uh, you know, plays are... are alive it's a living thing yeah it can change from time to time yeah uh, so are you going to yeah. get a chance to uh come to palm springs and see this production i am yeah i oh, come excellent. uh on friday uh if i'm right yeah i think i fly in on friday and i'm going to do a talk back for one of the performances i believe on saturday night i hope i'm getting that right um yeah so i'm really looking forward to being there palm springs is one of my favorite places on earth Excellent. Uh, so i can't wait to be back there all right samuel d hunter the playwright for a case for the existence of god 2022 drama critics circle award winner for best play it opens at desert performs uh, it runs march 1st through the 10th you get tickets at desertperforms.org samuel thank you so much congratulations and continued success thank you so much all right samuel d hunter Thank you. Thank you to him. And we'll see the rest of you the next time on The Desert Scene. This program was produced by the Mutual Broadcasting System.